0: Welcome to the Humanity Matters broadcast. I'm Dr. Philip Fletcher, your host, where we discuss and reflect on theology, philosophy, leadership, and nonprofits, where we wrestle with the important question of what it means to be human. Our discussions have been tailored to look at the isness and the oughtness of humanity. When I say the isness, it is reflecting on the current condition of the human experience, while the oughtness of humanity leads us to reflect on the capabilities and hopes for human flourishing which we all have a recognition of at some degree. Politicians play a critical role in either creating barriers or tearing down barriers for the persons they represent. In essence, politicians are persons who have been granted the opportunity to address life in which newsbomb describes as being entrenched with social injustice and inequality. We are continuing our series, Meet the Candidates, a discussion on poverty in Arkansas. We want to thank Round Mountain Coffee for the opportunity to continue to host these discussions. And today we have with us Maureen Skinner, who is running for State Senate District 35. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yes, we're glad you're here. And so, uh, as we get into our questions, we invite you to uh, join us on our comment section, ask a question as it relates to poverty. Uh, Also, as a matter of disclosure, Ms. Skinner is a a sponsor for our Golden Gala with Coho. Oh, yes. Yes, so I need to... Uh, disclose that. This has no effect on any of your questions that I'll be asking uh, today. And so, uh, Miss Skinner, why don't you provide everybody a brief introduction about yourself, where you're from, all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I, I am a, a very short talker. I, okay. I live here in Conway. I moved here about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to school here and was working here and realized that I could own a house here and it would make my life a lot simpler. Okay. So I did that. Um, I grew up uh, in rural Arkansas. Okay. Um,
0: what part? Fox. Fox. Where is that?
1: You'll, you'll have to Google it, and then you'll Google laugh. It. Okay. Yeah, it's so um, small that it, it's there's a post office and a school and a store.
0: Okay. Wow. And that's so you it. drive in. Yeah. You drive out. And it's, that's it's right. Over. It, okay. it, the,
1: when you go to, to buy groceries, you go up to town day. You know, where you have to go to town for the day because okay. it's a, a long trip. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I um, I always say that I'm not very grown up. So. Saying that I grew up there is a misnomer, but, okay. yeah, I graduated uh, from a public high school, rural mm-hmm. special, okay. a class of six. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know, I've just always really loved Arkansas. I'm uh, a psych examiner here for the state. I okay. do testing and assessments, and, and I'm in private practice doing therapy. Uh, I'm oh. a mom. Okay. A, a gardening enthusiast. I like to read books. Okay. I, I crochet uh, very obsessively. In fact, i go next door to the yarn place after we're done here. Okay. Um, I like to, to sing. I like to do things. I, I like working with my hands.
0: Okay. Oh, you like to sing? Yeah. Favorite artist? Uh, yeah. We don't have enough time. The list is too long. Oh, yeah. give me your top three.
1: Holy moly. The, right off the top of my head, I really enjoy Adele, okay. uh, Brandy Carlisle, okay. James Taylor. Okay. All
0: right. Give you an
1: idea. All right. But I also like the, the genre is, is it's wide.
0: It's wide. Yes. Okay, wide I hear So why are you running for elected office?
1: Um, after grad school, uh, when I was working in community mental health, uh, we had some changes that occurred to the Medicaid program, and funding for mental health uh, was significantly cut, um, reducing opportunities for a lot of people with mental health. And at the time, I thought, you know, I'll, I should go back and get my PhD, okay. because I don't feel like were listened to very well if you don't have some sort of title. You know, some series of letters after your name or series of letters in front of your name Mm -hmm. um, often were sort of ignored. Um, And I looked into that and and even applied. I got waitlisted on the the time that I applied for the Ph.D. program. And and then the candidate, Danny, that that got the slot has gone on and been amazing and has been an excellent candidate for that. But Mm -hmm. so I just continued working and and this, where we are now in in our current situation it just really felt important to be a voice for people that maybe don't have a voice
0: okay all right that's good that's good so uh, offer us your definition of poverty how would you define it
1: poverty to me is is not having the things that you need okay. um maslow's hierarchy of needs he hits the physiological needs mm-hmm. so that's food and shelter and uh, breathing like air to breathe yep. water Clothing, the ability to sleep. These are just the basics, mm-hmm. and without that, we can't get the next step of, you know, taking care of other basics.
0: Okay. All right. And so, um, looking at government, you know, in these discussions I've had, uh, there's been a diversity of thoughts and views about the role of government. Um, in your in your estimation, what you would bring if you're elected to office? Uh, what is the role of government in addressing poverty here in Arkansas?
1: The role of government yeah. in addressing poverty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like um, the government should serve the people okay. as much as possible. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I know that there there are a lot of concerns about you know learned helplessness, things like that. But mm-hmm. I, I really, there's a, a whole lot of opportunity for us to raise up others, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like that should be the government's role is to to help those that maybe can't help themselves. They, maybe they didn't have the same opportunities or the okay. same advantages.
0: Okay. And so um, if you could get us even a little bit more specific and uh, when we talk about the people, uh, who, who would, you, who was in your mind when you're talking about the people that need to be helped?
1: I would say probably those from low, lower socioeconomic status, okay. you know, from basic poverty lines. Okay. Um, but often, you know, in reading the data, women, the 18 to 24 okay. age group, they, they rank highest in, in poverty in Arkansas in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, the next group was that same age group for young men, and mm-hmm. then women, uh, 25 to 34. Okay. Uh, and so that it seems like addressing that, and particularly women of color uh, okay. struggle. And so this, addressing that, helping helping with education, helping with mm-hmm. uh, information, helping with access to health care. Mm-hmm. In particular things like birth control where they have the longer they postpone having children the the less likely they are to live in poverty
0: okay uh, so we are here at Round mountain coffee for our humanity matters meet the candidates we're meeting with uh, maureen skinner who is running for state senate district 35 and we are having our discussion on poverty in arkansas so uh, miss skinner uh, what's what's your personal experience with poverty i think it's important uh, in addressing poverty uh, persons have some either sympathetic or empathetic, you know, feeling. Um, so what experience have you had uh, with poverty?
1: So I'm so fortunate. I mean, I, I, I grew up poor, okay. meaning we didn't have lots of money. Mm-hmm. But we had everything we needed. Okay. You know, I had food, I always had a home, I always had clothing. I, so I don't really, other than knowing people who have lived in poverty, knowing I have had clients that you know, or unsheltered and, and mm-hmm. camping and things like that. My personal experience with poverty is is only anecdotal through other people. Okay. Um, you know, the United Nations. I wrote this down because I okay, liked it. Um, fundamentally, poverty is the inability of having choices and opportunities, a violation of human dignity. Yeah. Uh, and I that speaks to me. I've I've always had choices. Okay. Like you and I were talking before mm-hmm. about being hungry. You know, okay. there's th- some things that I haven't eaten. Um, not. You know, I will never say that I wouldn't eat something because I've just never been that hungry.
0: Okay, so when, you know, looking at that that definition of the United Nations has about choices and choices that you know, in the positive would be affirming a person or family or community's dignity as human beings. Um, you know, there's, I've heard discussions of um, amount you know, somebody should have get uh, versus quality what about those discussions should we should it be a choice about the amount somebody gets or the quality about what somebody gets well
1: quality is so subjective okay that it I don't know that we can quantify Mm -hmm. that Um, I I think that's why they lean towards amounts because those are are dollar you know we can get data on how much money or how much food a a Mm -hmm. certain amount of money can buy but quality of life varies depending on the person okay Um, In when we were in Indonesia, you know, their dirt floors and and very uh, considered a, a third world country, very impoverished, but mm. they were happy and they had food and, uh, and mm. they had. When we talked with the people there, they had what they needed.
0: Okay, Indonesia, what was? Yes, what Indonesia. was the trip for? Um,
1: I have family over there, and so okay. we we just went. Uh, my daughter and I went for a month.
0: Okay, what do you learn over there?
1: Um, that we are so very similar. Okay. That, that Indonesia is a lot like rural Arkansas.
0: Okay, in what ways?
1: Um, just the the climate and the the very friendliness. There was a lot of people that were willing to help, even if they didn't know you. They they weren't um, super suspicious. They were helpful and kind. Okay,
0: All right. good. Uh, so, how is poverty impacting the area in which you are seeking to represent?
1: I know. You know, we see the the panhandlers. In and around. Hey Lisa Ray. Hello. Good to see you. Um, There's not a, there is data on on poverty, but obviously, you know, Arkansas is one of the poorest states in the nation, so Mm -hmm. poverty is a big deal in in Arkansas as a whole and then Mm -hmm. in in our district. You know, Conway is a a growing city, so we have lots Mm -hmm. of opportunity, but we also have plenty of poverty. Mm -hmm. Um, We have they did some homeless counts of people, and so it's anywhere from 170 to maybe 250, possibly more because mm. there's not a lot of mm. census records on people who don't have homes. Mm. But I just, you know, generally, um, it's the younger people that are struggling. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but then, I don't know, You know, it is, it has a, a very, very large negative impact on, okay. our, on our community.
0: When you say younger people, you're meaning?
1: That 18 to 24 age group that, you okay. know, it, Women in particular that are living below the poverty line.
0: Okay, so um, so as you're talking about poverty would I would I uh, Understand you have women more in view right now and than...
1: that seems to come up okay. um, and That's also as we talked about before like being the voice Yeah, uh, you know, often women aren't heard, okay Get a greater
0: rate, and that I mean—that's just my personal opinion. but I bet there's data that supports it. Okay, all right. So, uh, what about um, you spoke about homelessness? Uh, Speak about housing in Senate District 35. Is—is it appropriate? Uh, You know, we talk about uh, quantity versus quality. Is the quality of housing uh, for families—is it appropriate, especially at the lower income level?
1: The data says no. Okay. There's not any habitability laws in Arkansas, so you can mm-hmm. rent a storage unit. Mm-hmm. You know, the landlords aren't obligated to to mm-hmm. maintain. You know, outside of um, just whatever. If you've agreed, if you've paid rent for it, they don't. There's not a lot of rules in place to to help renters, mm-hmm. um, and so that these the standard of living can go down significantly. And, and again, when you when you don't have lots of choices, mm-hmm. you take what you can get. Mm-hmm. And, and often it's,
0: it is substandard. Yeah, let me actually bring up, so one of the things I run into in my uh, work when you speak about uh, renters and housing is the laws, actually, Arkansas is the worst laws in That's regards to, to yeah. renters, uh, and it's skewed heavily towards um, landlords um, to, to the point to where it seems as if they have no obligation to do anything at all to improve the property in which they own, but they're renting out for somebody to live. Um, what solution would you consider to addressing that?
1: The, who was it, their, the Conway Development, the Conway Community Development, mm. um, they put together a plan about increasing um, habitable housing, um, increasing low income housing, mm. but also with standards to, to mm. maintain it better. Um, I feel like that's a, a start in the right direction. Okay. Like I, I know that there's been lots of data. I know that there have been people studying this for a lot longer than I've been mm-hmm. paying attention and so the the way that I would start was, you know, do the meta data, mm-hmm. you know, analysis and try and find out what's been done, what mm-hmm. does work and, and pull from that pool mm-hmm. of already available information. Mm-hmm. I personally, you know, want to rehab houses. Like seriously, that is on my mm-hmm. list of things. November seventh is this is the day that I'm mm-hmm. gonna start finding the next house to mm-hmm to buy and, mm-hmm. and refurbish and rent, but not raise the rent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, have nice housing in, in Conway where people can afford to live and, and mm-hmm. live in a nice space that isn't.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, wh- wh- so what would you say to families, uh, and I'm pulling actual uh, experiences, uh, what would you say to a family who is renting from a landlord, um, the quality of the, of the residence is very poor, Right? Uh, floors are falling in, doors are not being able to be locked. Um, Often pest issues. Yes, utility bill is high because, you know, no insulation. air conditioning and, and, and that continues to run. Uh, but the landlord demands how you pay rent or you move. Um, what, do we, what do we say to uh, families who are experiencing that? Because, um, you know, th- it seems as if they have no mechanism legally to which to appeal to a landlord is like well i can evict you right you know i can go to the, get a court order get you evicted and then they it, can move on and repeat the process but take it or leave it right so what but what do we say to families uh, who need a place to stay because uh, we can rehab houses right a landlord can come and rehab house and do the same thing over, over, again, and, over again. and over again so what is it that we need to say uh, at, the, at the legislature down in Little Rock, what is it that you think we need to propose so that that pendulum swings a little bit back Want more back, back towards the this way. Yeah.
1: I, I think it would be a, a good idea to address the habitability laws, mm-hmm. like create some kind of rules about mm-hmm. that and you know, that don't put undue burdens maybe on the landlords, but at mm-hmm. least something reasonable where people mm-hmm. can have like you were talking about the, the quality of life. And, yeah. and I said that's subjective, but I think generally we can agree that there's some safety concerns right. that that we all know yeah. exist. Right. There's and
0: some. I always say there's some. There's some places I see landlords rent out to that I know they would not live in themselves. And but for some reason, well, they think for, okay. dollars, yeah. for, for, for dollars, for dollars, yeah, for many they're, reasons, they're they're choosing otherwise. Um, let's talk about employment and uh, wages and things like that. Give us your thoughts on that. I uh,
1: wages have been stagnant. I mean, we did have a. a do federal minimum wage raising, um, then there's a ballot initiative mm-hmm. coming up for this election right. to raise it incrementally up to $11 an hour, mm-hmm. which I think is a good start. Okay. Um, we didn't see the big, huge economic hit that everybody was so afraid of when we raised it from seven and a quarter to $8.50. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I firmly believe that we all deserve a living wage. Okay. Whether you're a burger flipper, which mm-hmm. I think that's the the quote-unquote but mm-hmm. most of the people that work in those entry-level service jobs are not mm-hmm. the teenagers that everyone decries these are a lot you know a lot of, of women a lot of people mm-hmm. um you know midlife mm-hmm. that are, are trying to make a living and feed their families and, and have mm-hmm. the american dream of you know maybe owning their own home and mm-hmm. also being able to eat food
0: mm-hmm. so when you say a living wage define that for
1: us so a living wage would be where you don't have to have three jobs in order to pay your basic bills. Housing, um, insurance, food, medicine, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things.
0: Okay. So what do you, so would a, I guess this would be hypothetical. What would a living wage be for the, you use, we use your term burger flipper? What would that be? What would you think it would be?
1: Well, and you know, there, people have done a lot of studies on Mm -hmm. this. And so the, in Arkansas, I think the average, wage necessary to afford a place to live based on mm-hmm. average apartment prices and, and you know average pricing mm-hmm. um is about thirteen dollars and seventy six cents an hour
0: okay okay so how would you convince a business to do that though
1: it's tough and i think that's the i think that's the rub that's with the sticking point Yes. Is
0: if you have a small business um like a, you know here in town yeah, we, got a a st- we got like a stobies right. or, or something like that um, versus say, I will say like a McDonald's who has a more room to, to make an increase like that if they wanted to, um, could absorb more of that cost. How, how do we, how do we negotiate that between like a small business versus a, like a McDonald's versus a Kroger or so on and so forth? What, what are your thoughts on that? Cause there, I think there's some tension.
1: I, I the, totally the agree. That's, that's, that's a big, yeah. the big sticking point. I, yeah. Based on what I can tell, mm. and, and based on my past experience, uh-huh. um, you do get what you pay for, okay. and, and that's true with employees too. And if, mm. if you create an environment where people want to be, where they're not having to spread themselves out over mm. other jobs, you get loyal employees. You, right. you develop. You know, you can demand a better production out of your employees mm-hmm. by offering this, this better wage, mm-hmm. turnover goes down, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you get quality employees mm-hmm. that way.
0: That's good. Okay. Uh, once again, we're here at Round Mountain Coffee for the Humanity Matters. Meet the candidates. We're here with Maureen Skinner, who is running for State Senate District 35. And so, let's look at the previous administration, the legislature, right? Um, evaluate their efforts in addressing poverty in Arkansas.
1: I think they, they've... Talked about it.
0: Okay.
1: Based on that's about all I could find. There, there's okay. been a lot of studies. They had a a task force to talk about it, but I don't, I don't think that we're seeing very much in the okay. way of, of actually addressing poverty, actually mm-hmm. addressing, you know, the unsheltered people, actually addressing mm-hmm. food insecurity. Mm-hmm. It's just not.
0: And why do you think that is? So, I'm not from Arkansas. Okay. All right. So, uh, but I understand it's one of the poorest states in the union. All right. Uh, depending on how you look at it. Uh, well, it's statistics, it's, it's, you can it's, skew you, me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's a very poor state. And I, and I wonder why is there not more discussion on addressing uh, the condition of Arkansas and persons in Arkansas with. Uh, the level of poverty in the state. Why do you think that is?
1: You know, I, I, I have no idea why we're not willing to discuss that. Or mm-hmm. I mean, I think maybe we're willing to discuss it, mm-hmm. but like not actually address it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I could guess all day long, mm-hmm. but I, I just really don't know. Okay. It seems, that, you know, the least of these. It seems an important task to, to do for those that that can't mm-hmm. maybe do for themselves. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know why we're not doing that.
0: Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, considering your desired area of representation, what what are some solutions that you propose? I mean, we can pick housing, just pick them off however you want so to, education, health.
1: Af- affordable, um, safe housing I okay. think would be a, a great start that, you mm-hmm. know, and get the data that we already have mm-hmm. from other states and, and figure out a way to make that tenable in Arkansas. Um, education is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, transportation. Transportation. Like, this is a very rural state. One of the reasons that we run into issues, you know, if, uh, your car breaking down can be a life-altering event. It if, can be, yeah. You know, I went to a, a homeless coalition uh, meeting. I sat on a panel down in okay. Little Rock, and my car broke down on the way there. Okay. Like, it, it quit on the interstate. Mm. Um, fortunately, I have resources. So I was able to make a phone call. I had somebody come get me. I went and got my other car because, mm. you know, I'm so privileged that I have two. Mm-hmm. and, and it, but it could have been a catastrophic like event that mm-hmm. lost my job and, and ended up you know costing me my place to live mm-hmm. because that's true for a lot of people right. um, so transportation is a big one i I think that we could benefit from discussions on public transportation in mm-hmm. our area I think we've grown to a place where that would be it would reduce traffic it would reduce congestion it would mm-hmm. you know it would, there would be a lot of positives environmentally and then also a um, huge help to lots of people who. Don't have transportation.
0: What mm-hmm. okay. about healthcare?
1: Healthcare, um, I know, it's, you know, yeah, we've got but it's all
0: Arkansas, Arkansas Works. Yes. Uh, and, um, you know, the, they have a new program now. Uh, work work requirement. requirements, that are involved 80 hours. Uh, 80 hours a month work a month. requirement. Uh, give us your thoughts on that. What's, what can work? What still needs some massaging, as I like to say?
1: Yeah. I. I Having purpose is one of the the things that that is good for our mental health. Um, And so working is a a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, To feel like you've earned something is Mm -hmm. is positive for us. Uh, We've dropped nearly 5,000 people off of the Arkansas Works Mm rolls already Mm -hmm. um, for failure to comply with the reporting requirements. Mm -hmm. Um, You can only report online on the computer. And often the... uh, You know, the site goes down at night for maintenance, it doesn't work on the weekends, and so we have a lot of people that that don't have have access to internet. Their broadband internet is not all over Arkansas, and so we have Mm -hmm. in those more rural areas where people are more likely to need assistance, they have less access to the reporting requirements. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm not a gambler, but I guarantee you we're going to see a whole other bunch of people get kicked off the rolls this month because they can't meet the reporting requirements. And then there are a lot of people that don't know because the communication was ineffective. Okay. So I think this, um, the healthcare piece.
0: Hold on, hold on one second. Yeah. Um, we had a uh, technical technical piece. difficulty. So we are in the midst of talking about healthcare and Arkansas works. And so continue to please join us. And once you summarize uh, what you just said again.
1: The Arkansas yeah. works reporting requirement has kicked off uh, people from the roles for failure to comply with the reporting requirements, um, in a in a way that feels really unfair. Like they didn't they didn't have the right information. They didn't. A lot of people don't have access to the required um, internet, and you know it's just been a kind of a mess.
0: Okay. What solution would you propose?
1: Um, I think that we need internet all over the state. If, okay. if that's going to be part of the requirement, you know it would help um, with healthcare as far as telemedicine I'm a distance certified counselor okay. and so in Arkansas somebody in a rural area mm-hmm. um, even some insurances are now paying for it okay. where they can you know get on a HIPAA secure device and okay. we can communicate and, okay. and do healthcare that way so we're we're increasing access to healthcare uh-huh. we're increasing access to education we're increasing access to information mm-hmm. and adding internet to you know the rural areas mm-hmm. would also facilitate this work requirement
0: okay so any other change I mean I, I can see a uh, improvement really what you're saying is infrastructure statewide to able to be able to set people up for success right to be able to maintain their health care but also meet their personal responsibility. exactly right um, whether it's job training, job searching, volunteering, I think on the school, I think it was the other one. Um, any other things you would propose, especially with your background, um, looking at that, anything else that you would propose to be able to help Arkansas?
1: I, The parity law where it, it brought mental health into the healthcare rules where mm-hmm. you know, it's required that they offer that through the insurance companies, I think that was really helpful. I wanna see more awareness of mental health, Lots of people that are in poverty mm-hmm. are dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. Lots of people that are homeless have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, if your health is bad, just your physical health, yeah. it can cause mental health issues yes, and so it's all very much tied together and If mm-hmm. we can address some of the mental health concerns, you know it will help people get jobs. it will help people become mm-hmm. more productive it will help them you know meet the requirements that for some people are, are very difficult and for some people impossible.
0: Yeah, I was meeting with uh, a meeting with uh, the two individuals who are running for the prosecuting attorney uh, for Twin Judicial District, and uh, one of them brought up last week in regards to mental health and uh, what is called mental health courts. Yes. Um, there's a VA court that he had mentioned. Uh, there's a drug court. court and drug court, and then he's proposing kind of like a mental health, Give us your thoughts, insights on that.
1: I there's a program in place right now called the 9/11 program, and mm-hmm. it is where people who are found not guilty by reason of insanity are sent to the state hospital to have okay. to be restored to you know to competency, mm-hmm. and then they're court ordered to treatment. Okay. Um, I think that the me- a mental health court would work really well in conjunction with something like that. and We would need lots of professionals you know, on-hand to do those kinds of evaluations. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really think it would be beneficial to have uh, people outside of the court system where it, where it's not, where you don't become jaded and we're like, yeah, here's another one uh-huh. kind of thing. I, and I don't know that that's happening all over the place, but okay. it is something that, that we do see anecdotally.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so I, th- I think that a mental health court would be very beneficial. It would also, um, go hand in hand with the, the concept of red flag laws.
0: Okay, can you explain? Um,
1: red flag laws help with uh, safety with firearms, because okay. there are people out there that are maybe dealing uh, with mental illness or mm-hmm. have a history of violence or a history of do- mm-hmm. domestic violence, and having a mental health court where people were already in place to mm-hmm. make a determination to temporarily restrict somebody's access to firearms because mm-hmm. they're you know having mental health issues. Okay. All, all of the, the shooters that we've had, nearly all of them left a trail of evidence of mental
0: health. Yes, of mental, mental health, health. concerns. Yes. I heard it. Uh Once again, we're here with Maureen Skinner. We had a uh, technology uh, glitch and we're back on live. If you have a question for uh, Ms. Skinner, who is running for State Senate District 35, we invite you to ask uh, that question as we are coming to round out this discussion. And so, miss um, Skinner uh, offer us some concluding thoughts on poverty in Arkansas and uh, solutions you would like to bring to the table as uh, a state senator if you were elected in November
1: concluding thoughts on poverty mm-hmm. um, I one of the biggest things I would like to see is is increased access um, both to information education transportation yeah. health care all of the things that tie into what Poverty is, you know, mm-hmm. if we're not getting our basic needs met, if we don't have food and water and shelter and the ability to sleep, mm-hmm. uh, then then we're not having any kind of quality of life. Mm-hmm. It's no longer subjective, that can be objective. objective. Um, and so, it, you know, as the next state senator for District 35, I would work with people like you who have mm-hmm. been on the ground doing this. Mm-hmm. I would work with people that have been already doing the studies and, you know, consult with experts on, on mm-hmm. the best ways to address this.
0: Okay, that's good. Now, as far as your campaign, is your opportunity just to lay it out there? The, you can give me a little spiel and, and all that kind of stuff. i like to give every person I meet with the opportunity to uh, to speak globally, if you will, hey. about what, why they're running and what they're running on the platform. And So uh, here's your opportunity to do so.
1: Um, basically, I'm, I'm running to be a voice of the people. Um, we have a lot of folks in our community that have, have been marginalized uh, over time, whether it's financially or, or based on legal interactions. And you know, that, I want to be that voice. I want to make sure that I'm accessible. You know, I'm bringing reason and um, all of my experience as a therapist. I, I'm a professional listener and a professional problem solver. I'm not a professional talker not a polished public speaker. I have to make lots of notes, um, but yeah, mostly I, you know, I, I think that we don't have access to the halls of of law and the halls of justice. And I I would like to, to
0: make sure that we're getting those doors opened. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you. Uh, once again, thank you for visiting with us today on Friday, October 19th, we will meet with Carol Cruz, who is running for prosecuting attorney's position in the 20th Judicial District. This has been Humanity Matters, a resource of the City of Hope Outreach, discussing reflecting on theology, philosophy, leadership, and nonprofits. For more information, you can visit our website, coho58.org, like us on YouTube at Humanity Matters, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, and remember, if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. Take care, and God bless.
1: should have told them to vote. <laughs>